tomorrow is primary election day. And 77 WABC keeps you updated on the races to watch as primaries put issues to the test. Now, here's Dominic Carter. And good evening, everyone. Dominic Carter here with you, and we have a lot to unravel as you are about to make your decisions for tomorrow's primaries. And, of course, during the course of the hour, we will be taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. And in minutes, we'll talk with lobbyists and City Hall expert Sid Davidoff, who'll be joining me live in just a couple of minutes. There are a lot of things at stake. And let me say this to begin the conversation. These days, everyone complains about our political process, and rightfully so. Now, tomorrow is your chance, your opportunity to do something about it. Don't complain if you don't vote. If you want to bring about change, the time to do it, whether you feel it's important or not, is coming up in just a matter of hours at 6 a.m. when the polls open in the state of New York. So yesterday, August 21st, was the last day to vote by mail. And the congressional and state senate candidates were all out in force all weekend making their closing arguments in some of these hard-fought races. New York has never held a primary in August before, and the stakes are high. And why is it happening this time? Primaries were delayed. A delayed vote date after a judge ordered a redrawing of political maps. And so there are races and pockets all over uh, New York from upstate to down, from Long Island to uh, to the Hudson Valley. And so, for example, I'm going to get to the hotly contested ones, the 12th Congressional District and the 10th Congressional District in New York City in just a second. But let's let's start out by looking at Long Island. For example, Long Island has three open seats, three, and plenty of candidates. So for the first time in recent memory, Three of Long Island's four congressional districts are open seats. This is the time where you get to put your stamp on the political uh, process. There's been a lot of political jockeying going on to fill these uh, these seats. And, uh, for example, you have uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin and uh, also Tom Swazi. Uh, they both decided to run for governor rather than re-election. So Zeldin earned the GOP spot to challenge Governor Kathy Hochul coming up in November, and Swazi came in third in the Democratic primary. Meanwhile, four-term uh, Congresswoman Kathleen Rice announced in February that she would not be seeking re-election. So there is an upstate New York race that could be a midterm bellwether. 
a midterm bellwether, a forecaster of what may be coming down the road in terms of the midterm elections in just a couple of months. And the big races that everyone is watching, the big races that everyone is watching is the uh, Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney squaring off against another longtime member of Congress, Jerry Nadler. Jerry Nadler in New York's 12th Congressional District. Now, this is a race that has turned two incumbents into rivals. Two incumbents into rivals. And so what we're going to do, we're going to break that race down. But first, I want to get right to our guests right out the gate. And we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. With us is lobbyist and City Hall longtime insider, Sid Davidoff. Thank you, uh, Sid, for joining us live this evening. Thank you. Thank you for having me. As always, a pleasure. So... Here we are in the dead of August, and there are primaries all over New York. A very broad, open-ended question. What are you, Sid Davidoff, looking at, and what should the people be looking at? You know, Dominic, you set the stage very well on the the Long Island races and um, a couple of the upstate races, certainly the 10th. You also missed the 12th. You also missed the 10th, which was is um, in Brooklyn. Mostly Brooklyn. You also have uh, downtown Manhattan, um, and that's a big race where you've got ten candidates. So I'm going to be looking at the congressional races. Uh, I'm going to be looking at which uh, which one of the two stalwarts who are committee chairs um, and between Nadler and Maloney, um, which one is going to win. I don't think personally that Patel will be able to overcome them. It is possible. And therefore, we will lose two committee chairs uh, for New York, which I think uh, is a disaster for us, uh, assuming that the Democrats keep the Congress. So, Sid, uh, before before you continue, let me ask you this question. So you're referring to Mr. Patel, who is a uh, businessman in a prior race against Maloney. He came within four percentage points, but he is a newcomer to the political process. And uh, if he wins, as you just mentioned, New York lose the chairmanships of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform and the House Judiciary Committee. So if Absolutely. he if he wins, it's a political disaster uh, if you believe that, that having uh, an official in these chair, chair positions is very important. But, but New York still loses to a degree because no matter who wins, if it's Maloney or if it's Nattler, New York is going to lose one of these chairs, correct? Yeah. Someone, we are going to lose at least one chair in this race regardless. And I'm assuming it won't matter that much if uh, the Democrats don't keep the House, uh, which is, you know, up in the air. Though I think we will, and uh, they will nationwide. Uh, but assuming they, they keep the House, losing a chair of seniority of both of either one of these members is, is huge to New York. They have been influential. They bring a good deal of, of uh, dollars to New York. Uh, a good deal of, of credit to New York, uh, and losing one is going to be um, is going to be very hurtful to us. 
We are chatting with Sid Davidoff, lobbyist, city hall expert, been around a long time, knows the city and city government and city politics like the back of his hand. I want you, let's stay on the 12th congressional race for a second. That's the one that it seems like the entire nation is watching the most. Two titans going up against each other, Nadler and also Maloney. Maloney, uh, based on polling, she's trailing and, uh, and, uh, and the congressman that is Nadler has got the endorsement of the Times. He's got the endorsement of uh, of Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer. And maybe, maybe, maybe Maloney is looking at the handwriting on the wall because I want you to listen to as she is going after uh, the congressman, her colleague, uh, referring to him as senile. I think that you should uh, read the editorial in the New York Post today. They call him senile. They cite his uh, performance at the debate where he couldn't even remember who he was, who he impeached. He said he impeached Chuck Bush. And so, Sid Davidoff, this thing has gotten very, very personal. Very personal. And I'm a little bit surprised uh, that uh, Callan pulled that card. Uh, it shows that she's reading the polls and feels that there is necessity to go negative up to this point. You know, they've been very cordial to each other, uh, and she's taken the route, rightfully so, of it's important to have a woman um, in, in the Congress of her stature uh, since Roe v. Wade uh, overturned. So, um, it, you know, I think that she she's grasping to go after Jerry. Jerry, on the other hand, has pulled a the Another card, because if he is defeated, he will be there will be no Jewish person from New York City representing the Congress, which is the first time in, in memory. Wow. Uh, and, you know, yeah. And he's, you know, he said that. So he's he's pulled that card into the, you know, to the to the Jews of the city. Uh, this is an uh, this is an important um, a representative to them. He's the, the last. He'll be the last one. Um, there will be none left. So it, this is a race that it's um, very hard to predict. Uh, you've got you got these two titans. You've got this newcomer who's saying, you know, it's time for us to, to turn around and look uh, and, and have somebody with new ideas. And he's, he's made very good commercials. Uh, we're in, a, uh, obviously, in August, as you said, we've never done this before. We have uh, many people out of town. I don't think on election night, and I think you and I will be talking then, I don't think an election will be even able to. Uh, this is one of those races we may not be able to call because we won't have um, the write-ins. And this right, is the absentees. Well by the write-ins. That that's a great point. That's a great point. We are chatting with Sid Davidoff, an expert on politics, and you mentioned the third candidate in the twelfth uh, congressional race, which is uh, Mr. Uh, Patel, a, a businessman, and he says, "I want you to listen to this, Sid." He says on the stump, which is over tonight, that it is time for generational change. Generational change needs to come to the Democratic Party. It needs to come in a pragmatic way. So, you know, I'm the only candidate in this race who's put out comprehensive plans on the economy, on immigration. We're running this campaign with the same zeal, optimism, and hope that my family brought to this country when they had nothing. And so 
uh, Siraj Patel, uh, he's run before. Again, you know, his claim to fame is he came within four points of Carolyn Maloney before. But I, I just don't see it this time around. How about you, Sid Davidoff? I, I don't see I, In fact, I think he hurts Carolyn because you're right. He ran, he, uh, ran twice. He uh, lost by four points. It was a much closer race than we could have predicted the last one out. Uh, so he's known to her constituents. Um, uh, and therefore, he'll, he will draw from, I think, he will draw from her vote. He hurts her in this race much more so than he hurts uh, Jerry. So uh, that's going to be interesting. That's the uh, 12th Congressional District. Let's now switch and talk about the 10th Congressional uh, District, in which it seems like Daniel Goldman, the former federal prosecutor who served as counsel to House Democrats in President Trump's uh, first impeachment uh, trial, he is the far front runner. It looks like uh, that even though it's a crowded field, that no one's going to be able to catch him. Do you do you get that feeling? No, no, I don't think necessarily. Look, certainly he, he got the Times endorsement, and he spent several million dollars of his personal fortune at Levi Strauss uh, Air, uh, and God bless him for being able to do that. I don't take anything from him. However, I think this is a race that you've got several elected officials in there. They've run before. He's never been before the public in terms of voting. So you have several elected officials Kalina Rivera, Joanne Simon, uh, you know, who really have had a constituency and have a field organization. So I think this one, as as much as Goldman may be the front runner from what we're seeing, I think because of of the kind of the timing of this, the lack of the numbers that will vote will be small. I think that the organization here will be very important. You have 1199 with Kalina Rivera. I think you're going to see a ground field operation that may overcome Goldman's lead. Interesting. So in a second, I'm going to take a break. And uh, at the bottom of the, of the hour, towards the bottom of the hour, we're going to uh, open up the phone calls and take your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Right now, we are chatting with uh, City Hall expert Sid Davidoff. So, Sid, explain this to me. Night after night, when folks call here on the radio program, they complain about the politics of America that currently exist, right? But yet, it's expected to be record uh, lack of voter turnout tomorrow. The two don't add up there. You're absolutely right. You know, we those of us in politics uh, have been saying this for years. Last uh, the gubernatorial election. 13 percent of the people voted, uh, you know, uh, early. It was it was now 10 percent of the people voted early. Um, and and it, it probably will be, you know, low 20s will be whole, the whole turnout here. So, you know, you look and you say, how does that happen when there was such an important these primers, particularly in New York, where, you know, these are, are such blue districts. It's going to be a Democratic winner in November uh, how do people not really come out and make those decisions? And I'm amazed by it. I, I don't know. I don't know how you get around it, though. You know, it, it's 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 unfortunate. We are chatting with uh, longtime City Hall insider Sid Davidoff, and we are going to take a break. When we come back, we will continue the conversation because these elections may be local, but there are some signs 
that some of these races are bellwethers for the future of America, indicators of what may happen coming up in the future. We'll be right back. This is the 77 WABC primary election special. Now, here's Dominic Carter. And we are chatting with longtime City Hall expert Sid Davidoff. Sid, I want to ask you a question. Uh, Mayor Adams was a bit on the defensive today about uh, his his uh, his nighttime activity in the restaurants that he eat at. But uh, that's not really the issue right now. Adams has endorsed a number of moderate candidates, and he's trying to force the progressives out. Because they are going against his agenda. And frankly, it's all of our agendas because we need New York City to be safe. When it comes to the issue of crime that's so important, is that on the ballot uh, tomorrow as well? Yeah, I think it is. I think even it'll be certainly in November because the Republicans will make it such. But but even in the Democratic primary, um, the mayor's made it quite clear that we've got to change. Uh, the legislature and the legislation on, on bail reform, um, you know, and, and this is his program. And he's right, you know, he's right in the sense that he's leading the city and he needs the backing from the legislative legislators from this city. And he feels very strongly that we have to move. We have to move a little more center than where the legislature is now. So in June, he had a very good um, a result in terms of. Of uh, of, the, uh, of keeping seven of the nine races that were at the, the DSA um, challenge uh, and got more middle of the road Democrats. He hopes for the same result here in some of those state senate districts uh, that are up for uh, up for grabs. And it's going to be interesting. That's going to be one of the interesting to watch. You know, it's not the national thing of of, of, of Nadler and Maloney, but it is very important to us going forward with this legislative next legislative session. And and it's a sign of whether this nonsense of uh, permitting crime to run unchecked basically will continue in the city of New York. A couple of other races I want to get to before we let you go, and then we're going to take some tele- telephone calls from the public. Talk to me about the race, the Congressional 17, Sean Patrick uh, M- Maloney, who basically – uh, swapped districts without consulting uh, the incumbent, Mondell Jones, in that area. Are you following that one at all? Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, Mondell Jones, he came down as running uh, in the 10th year. Uh, um, I see he's got a real uphill fight um, coming into that race. But, uh, you know, Alessandro Biagi, Biagi is a, uh, a formidable candidate. I think um, Sean Mahoney will, if I had to predict this race, I'd have to predict it for him. Uh, he is a better-known name, even though this wasn't his district. Um, and um, he's a hell of a campaign, and that's that she isn't. But, again, this is one where you have a real left candidate, progressive candidate, running against a liberal but more centrist. So I think that's a race to watch to see what people are thinking. Interesting. And of course, Biagi is the, uh, the progressive candidate in that race, correct? Right. Right. Of course. Okay. So now the upstate New York special house election, which could be a midterm bellwether. Republican Mark Molinaro, the, um, 
the county executive up against Democrat uh, Pat Ryan. Governor Kathy Hochul campaigned uh, today with uh, Pat Ryan. Are, are you looking at that race as a potential bellwether? No, I, I think that this is, uh, the August, the, the fact this is an August primary and an August election, a uh, special election, really isn't going to tell us a lot. I think it'll, we're going to have to wait much more for November because after we run, uh, and I, I think that that's going to be more important. I'm not sure that we're going to, you know, it's going to be tied to the gubernatorial campaign. Crime is going to be much more of an issue with uh, uh, Zeldin going after uh, Hochul. Um, you're going to have the Trump issue. So I, I think uh, that, that the um, we're not, we're not, we can't be sure that this is going to be – you're asking about the bellwether. I would, I would wait till November before that. I'm not going to use this as a guideline. Are you surprised going back to the 12th and we're, we're winding down now? Are you surprised between uh, Nadler and Maloney that it got this personal? I mean, they, they were allies and friends for years. I am. I've known them both for before they were in the Congress. You know, when he was in the semi when he was a city councilwoman. And, and I followed their careers. I know them well. And they're both great public servants. And I'm just. I'm sorry it's gotten to this point. It's at this point they've both been tremendous New York uh, influences. They've been important to the city, and I hate to see one of them going out this way. So um, it's disappointing, and I'm surprised. The the redistricting, and you know, no one could have ever predicted. Uh, I don't think a Hollywood writer could have predicted what was going to happen in the congressional 12th district. Right. It's just, this is a bad movie from the time that the Democrats made the decision to redistrict in the way they did to overreach, to have a judge who overturned it to a, to a, a, a you know, a, a mediator who, who drew the lines. This whole thing, we couldn't have written this script that anybody would buy. And we are chatting with Sid Davidoff on this election eve, primary eve. If if there are things that we should be watching uh, tomorrow, Sid Davidoff, what would you say they are? Bullet point by bullet point. Uh, again, I, you know, I, I don't think we're going to see some races. We may not know the result until after the absentee ballots are counted. That's but, a very good um, point. Yes, we uh, uh, and yeah, I, uh, I want to focus on that for a second. We may right. not have the actual results because uh, it, certainly in the uh, in the twelfth congressional district, uh, folks are away for the summer. You know, voting by absentee. So you're correct. We may not know in a close race. Who actually won this thing? But please continue. Right. I think that if I, if, as a New Yorker and someone who's interested in, and we've just talked about this with crime and, and where the legislature is going, the, the points I want to watch, I want to know how the the more moderate Democrats have done against the more progressives. I watch the endorsements that Adams made. Will he bring them? Well, his endorsements and those people he brought along with him bring those people over the finish line. That's what I'm going to be looking for tomorrow night. Mm, very, very good point. And and does this have the potential? My last question for you, said David, off to change Albany to change. Everyone wants to hear about the bail reform issue. That's the only thing really that counts. I, I'm giving Governor Hochul credit for uh, having uh, that man picked up in that uh, sucker punch uh, Bronx attack uh, by a parole. 
Uh, is there any indication that this primary, the first time in August in New York, that this may change the direction of Albany or is it just more getting on to possibly, potentially the right path? I believe that it, does, it will change. I think we will see some change in um, uh, some of those seats that the progressives hold or want uh, and they're not going to get. Could be wrong on this, obviously. This, you know, it's, it's, it's a toss-up. But um, I think that we're looking at this moment in time when it's so important that crime is the single number one issue for the first time in two decades um, that we must – the change in Norway must happen or we're going to be in real problems come November. Well, Sid Davidoff, we thank you very much for joining us tonight on this election special, and we look forward to chatting with you uh, in the very near future. And we'll see if the uh, predictions turn out to be accurate. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Anytime, Tommy. Thank you very much. Again, that's Sid Davidoff, lobbyist, City Hall insider expert. He knows politics like the back of his hand. Thank you for joining us. Dominic Carter here with you as we approach the bottom of the hour. We are about to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to hear directly from you, folks. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. 